Hey girlfriend, welcome to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. This is your host, Chelsea Caller. We will be talking all things health, fitness, life, and relationships. This podcast is for the woman wanting to find her happiest, healthiest, and most confident self without flipping her life upside down or sacrificing the things she loves most in order to do it. I am so excited to have you here. Now, lady, let's get to it. Hey, 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 damn happy, damn healthy fam, and welcome to episode number 62 of our podcast. This week, we have an amazing guest, Cassie, my friend, and I am so pumped to have her here and so pumped to have you here to get to know this woman. This woman has been through so much in her entire life and especially in the last year, but she still manages to thrive instead of be in that survival mode that we sometimes default to. And today, her and I, more so than me interviewing her or me kind of asking her a bunch of questions, have a real and honest conversation about how to truly do that, how to thrive in your life, how to wake up every day and feel grateful. And I just cannot wait for you guys to dive into this episode, get to know Cassie, and get a little bit of a motivation before you head into your new year. She is such a just like light and I just can't wait to dive in. So let's go ahead and do so. Get to know Cassie and enjoy this chat. Hello, you guys. Welcome to another episode. I know you just got a fantastic intro for Cassie and I am sitting here with her and you guys, this has been a long time coming because I have known Cassie for quite a while now. Like, I mean, since I've been in the online space and had multiple opportunities to be connected with her. And I am so, so, so flipping excited to have you here, Cassie, because you are seriously one of the most inspirational people that I know. So I cannot wait to have you and your presence on the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. So go ahead and say hello and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you and who you are. Oh my gosh, thank you so much, Chelsea, for having me on the podcast. I am so, so thrilled to be here because I girl crush on you all the time. Guys, (laughs) if you don't follow her on Instagram, you need to go and follow her. She is just like just a beam of sunshine. So I just wanted to say thank you for inviting me on. Um, Yeah, my name is Cassie and I am, um, I'm a lot of things. I'm a mom of three. I also have three dogs. I'm a wife. I am, well, right now I'm in a season of my life where I'm kind of doing a lot of pivoting and a lot of like, a lot of slowing down so that I can discover exactly what it is that I need to be doing that is going to best serve me and best serve everyone that comes into contact with me. Um, Formerly, I was a health and fitness coach, um, very much like Chelsea, you know, we have a lot of the same philosophies and we just absolutely love to serve and help women. Um, But I ended up having a rather difficult year, which I know so many women or just so many people in general have struggled with 2020. But COVID aside, I think that there's been some things that it's kind of like, what? That happened? Are you serious? (laughs) Um, So I know that we'll probably dive into a little bit of that and talk about kind of how to overcome some of those things where you feel like everything is stacked against you, but it really doesn't have to be. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, Cassie, I, you guys, I know you can already tell how, like, much of, like, a bright and shining, like, object this woman is. Like, you are just great. We are just loving on each other. You guys, can you listen to an episode of just, like, <laughs> let's do 45 minutes of us just, like, giving each other compliments back and forth. <laughs> really boost I'm our ego. Let's go. <laughs> okay. I'm like, I feel great already. I'm sure you do, too. You guys, Cassie has such an inspiring story. And so I know Cassie, you had mentioned that you you had formerly and kind of still dabble a little bit in health and fitness coaching. And I'd love to kind of start and I, I want to talk about so many things today, but I feel like a great starting point is kind of like your journey kind of getting into the world of health and fitness. Because of course, this is the damn happy, damn healthy podcast. And I think that 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 piece will be really helpful to our listeners. So like what helped you kind of like jump into that world of like finding that health and fitness, but also finding like your happiest self? Oh, that's honestly a perfect question. And I know everybody's story is a little bit different. Um, with me, honestly, um, I did not get into health and fitness until I was in my mid thirties, believe it or not. So I was never that athletic kid um, that, you know, had all these things to occupy me like sports and extracurriculars and whatnot, which I wanted. However, I knew growing up, growing up that a lot of things were specifically like per the doctors off limits for me because um, I actually have Marfan syndrome which is a connective tissue disorder. And so there's no contact sports, no heavy lifting. There's just so many things that are off the table. So you kind of end up getting, I guess, like an identity. So many people get an identity around a diagnosis. And I think that that was my first like downfall or like pothole in the road to, you know, being happy and healthy and all of the things. And I, because I was not able to do so many things because I had so many physical limitations. I seeked validation in ways that had to be tied into my career and my achievements. And I, um, you know, I had, I had kids early. I went to school. I, I graduated. I always had like something going on. Like what's the next rung on the ladder? Let's go. Now it's time to be a manager. Now it's time to do corporate. Now it's time to have a team and all of the things And it eventually got to a point where I was working in corporate America and I was living off of, you know, Red Bulls um, because I had three kids in three different schools and I had to like make it to the office in time. And, you know, if I stopped by anywhere for breakfast, it was either Starbucks, which, you know, that came with a sugary drink or Mm -hmm. um, it was the taquitos at 7-Eleven, guys. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, like I survived (laughs) off of those. They're so good but they're not really that good for you. I have a friend who's obsessed with those. I think it's funny that you say that. I honestly think that they sprinkle some kind of addictive substance that we're not going to name on the show. (laughs) Yeah, they're, they're dangerous, so watch out for that. But anyways, after so long, you know, of just being in a season of grind, grind, grind to climb the corporate ladder, I realized that I was letting completely letting go of my health. I mean, I really did not care about, you know, uh, recharging my batteries, getting sleep, um, you know, putting things in my body that would nourish it. It was more like, what can I put in my body right now to get me through to the next meal? Because I have no time to worry about 
like being hungry, you know? So there was a lot of, there was a lot of under eating and then there was a lot of binge mm -hmm. eating just so that I could just fit things into my schedule and activity like zero, zero activity. So one day I looked in the mirror um, and I realized like, this is not, this is not me. Like I, I've always been rather thin growing up and I was seeing changes in the mirror and I was just, I honestly didn't know how to feel about it. So um, it was during a time where I was having a lot of other changes go on. I had just did a relocation out of state. Um, and instead of being a corporate uh, manager, I was a mom and I was just a mom. And so I was having this identity thing where it was like, oh my gosh, like all of the things that made me feel valid, right? Validated the, the, the paycheck, you know, all of the pats on the back, the accolades from, you know, coworkers and bosses, like that was all stripped. That was all gone. And now I'm just a mom and I'm looking in the mirror and I've, I've, you know, I was at the heaviest that I've ever been. And I was just like, I can't, I've got to do something right. You know, like we all hit like a low point where we decide like enough is mm -hmm. enough. And then that's when we finally get that courage or get that motivation to really get serious about taking the next step. And that's kind of like where I was at. But with that being said, I, I ended up following a couple of people online on Instagram looking for inspiration. Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, I came across a health coach's profile and I was like, well, who hires a health coach? Like, I mean, this was back in 2018. Yeah, this was in 2018. And I was like, who does that? Like who just like pays somebody that they don't know money to help them get fit. But I was getting FOMO and I ended up taking her last spot in a challenge that she was holding. And guys, let me tell you, it was a game changer. It was a game changer. And I thought that honestly, that I was going into it just like trying to change mm -hmm. my physique, but the like the actions and the tasks that I was doing to actually care for myself and to care for my body and to nourish it in and just take care of it and get it the movement that it was craving that I didn't know it was craving ended up changing my mood and my outlook towards mm -hmm. things. And I ended up becoming in a very good way, addicted, not in a bad way, not like those, you know, the, the way, but I mean, I was like, this feeling is just so amazing how can i make this part of my lifestyle mm -hmm. that is so such a good story oh gosh and a couple of things that stuck out to me and the first thing that i want to like point out is the neglect and for lack of a better word <laughs> i'm like trying to think of a good word the neglect in the beginning to your health and fitness i think is that story is so similar to what so many women can experience. So it's not necessarily that we are going into every meal eating like an obscene amount of calories or doing all these like poor eating habits. I think it's more so like mindfully. We're not doing it mindfully. We're not doing it because we feel like we're in control and can be choosing to eat healthy or not eat healthy or move or not move it's it's that whole idea that you were so wrapped up in like doing what you had to to survive like basically like 
that's what you felt like you had the time for and you're just trying to get, like you said, from meal to meal or from one day to the next day based on juggling the job and juggling being a mom and and that whole piece. So I love that you pointed that out because I think so often we like tag unhealthy or tag like struggling with health and fitness as like, oh, you don't exercise and you don't eat vegetables. Well, there's so much more to it than that. And the struggle to make that transition has so many other things wrapped up into it than just simply exercising and eating healthy on a day-to-day basis. There's so much more to it than those few things. And I love that you point that out because I think that women can relate to your story in that sense that like sometimes it just feels like you have to just do what you can to survive in those moments. And I know that you like escaped that sort of grind and then eventually found someone that could support you and offer you advice as far as like finding your balance and finding your freedom and finding your flow with your health and fitness. So what does that look like for you now? I know you said this all happened around 2018 and now, and and another thing that you pointed out is that whole idea, I know your language will change today. You had said that at that point in your life where you felt like you were not happy in your body and just a mom, like you were at that point in your life. How has that shifted in the last two years in you kind of like discovering that balance and finding your flow in this new role and this new lifestyle? One day at a time, for sure, <laughs> for sure. I think one of the big things is mm-hmm. is the shift, if you could take away anything, if you could make one shift today, what I would recommend, and this works so well for me, is just try to put all your effort into not living in reactive mode, like in a reaction mode. See, that was me using my circumstances as justification for living off of energy drinks and and drive through and all of the things, because that's all I quote unquote had time for. I think that once you start focusing a little bit and and it takes it, 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 it's not easy, but at first, if you can focus your energy in, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to dedicate or invest just a little bit of time into planning or being a little bit more mindful of my choices. It's like a muscle and it starts getting easier. And instead of living in a reactive state, you're more in a mindful state. You start gaining the confidence that you need to have to feel in control of your situation. And once you feel in control of your situation, there's this like layer of empowerment that you get and you feel like slowly you're able to do all the things that you've been telling yourself that you couldn't do, right? Like I can never stick to a routine or I can never stick to a diet. And so I think that that like just flipping that light bulb or flipping that switch is going to take Mm -hmm. you a long way. I think further than any other like quick tip or or trick or anything like that is a lot of mindset work. I think that that was probably my biggest thing, but mindset work doesn't have to be, you know, reading a book and just listening to a podcast. Sometimes mindset work happens when you're moving your body and when you know that you're doing things to give yourself the most energy that you can and just like the most clarity mental clarity that all comes with it's like a package deal and so I think that um that's what I had accidentally discovered in my health and fitness journey I was like okay I'm just gonna count macros and okay I'm gonna do these uh resistance training Mm -hmm. sessions and then like my life will just 
you know, be fine because I'm going to be like super toned and super cute. And my husband's going to love me like, because I'm 35 and I look better than I did when I was 22. But <laughs> in all actuality, it was, it was doing something for my mindset that I really, really needed. So I think that that's just one of the biggest things is that if you're stuck in a rut or if you are just feeling like you don't recognize yourself, start moving, start moving. You move towards happiness. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is so true. <laughs> and it's so perfect because it just goes to show, like I said, I, I'm sounding like a broken record, record here, but like your health and your fitness and your confidence comes from so much more than exercise and eating healthy or quote unquote eating healthy. We both have conversations around that. Like what does eating healthy actually mean? It doesn't mean anything. It's what works for you. So I love that you bring that up and as we kind of like transition and talk about your current year and what you have going on right now and how 2020 has been and just in general, I reflect back on your last few years and I think to your shift and focus on your health and your happiness and your confidence and just like your overall circumstance, like what what your life looks like day to day. And like you said, day day to day action is what results in you feeling like you do right now. Like it's it's not like we can sit here and pretend and act like you can make all these commitments and not focus on the small day to day things and it lasts a year or two years like it has for you or five years if you're that far into your journey. And I I always come back to that whole idea of like, stop overcomplicating things when it comes to health and fitness or when it comes to just finding happiness in life and just do the simple day-to-day tasks. Get yourself from one day to the next, move your body, move through things. That can mean so many things. And so what I was getting to is that I think back to you really prioritizing your health and really prioritizing your fitness during that time two years ago and like really making those changes and how much of an impact that simple decision to make yourself a priority in one area of life, like in one area of life, like how much of an impact that has made on everything else. And so talking about like how you think it like all ties together and share as much or as little as you want to Cassie, but you have had one hell of a year like, and you've had one hell of, hell of a year just happen in 2020. And y'all think about your 2020 and, and I guess I, sh- I should say, I think about my 2020 and then I look at Cassie's 2020 and I'm like, holy smokes this is like this woman is a super she's a superhero and I think that had you not made that decision to focus on something as simple as exercising or something as simple as fueling your body in a way that serves you then would you be as strong in this year right now I don't think so and so let's talk about that Oh yeah, absolutely. So I would not have survived this year. I will tell you that point blank. So being active to a degree and um, taking care of myself and really filling my own cup, making sure that I take the time away as a mom to fill my own cup and do the things that made me feel good and, and took care of me is what it rescued me twice guys. Okay. Twice. So when I was making that transition two years ago and I was starting to get 
you know, uh, momentum in my health and fitness journey, I was suffering from one of the most difficult manic phases, manic depressive phases that I have ever had. So um, one thing that I mention every once in a while is that I am, uh, I have been diagnosed with bipolar two rapid cycling and I'm, I'm pretty good at keeping it under control, but um, there has real low lows where it's almost difficult for anyone to, to help me, right? Unless I want help, unless I need, unless I'm willing to be helped. So at the tail end of my fitness challenge with, with the fitness coach, um, I was actually with, with activity and with filling my own cup, I was pulling myself out of that manic phase. And I attributed all of that work to like, oh my gosh, like I could probably replace my medications. I could, I could start living more holistically. I could really, really take care of myself. This is amazing. And so I thought, okay, well, if I can use this, if I can use this and I can help someone in maybe a similar boat as me, someone who just feels like they've hit rock bottom and I can help pull them out of like the trenches, right? Out of their mind, out of all of the self-doubt and all of the, the fear and things that they might be carrying with them or maybe lack of worth, self-worth, then okay, I'm going to go ahead and be a health and fitness coach. And I am going to like, if I can just do this for one woman, mm -hmm. then my job here is done. Yep. And so obviously I, I became a health and fitness coach and I've, I've had, you know, dozens and dozens of clients and it just, it, it was the most rewarding and amazing experience and building the community and just like exemplifying that kind of lifestyle really carried me a long way because in January of this year, I was actually told by the doctor, went in for a routine appointment uh, for echocardiogram. And before I could even get home, the technician had sent that to the doctor, which wasn't there that day. And I had gotten a call before I got to my door saying that I needed to be into that doctor's office the very next morning. So I was like, okay, well, that sounds bad. Like you just took images of my heart and you're like calling right away. Mm -hmm. So they had given me the news that I needed um, open heart surgery stat, meaning like if you don't get it, you will be dead within two months. And so that was really scary. And this is all before, like, you know, the COVID was mm -hmm. a big thing, you know, we were still hearing that it was like, in China, and it really hadn't spread and all of the things that are like, okay, well, I'm going to do everything that I can to protect myself so that I don't get sick so that I can get this surgery, right? I didn't want to get the uh, the cold or the flu. That's what I was thinking is I just didn't want it because mm -hmm. they're like, oh, well, mm -hmm. if we have to wait two months or whatever, I might just like croak right here. So I was doing all the things that I could <laughs> to keep myself healthy, you know, eating a variety of stuff, making sure that I'm maintaining my stress level because guys, like that's probably another one of the biggest things is just find ways to tone down your stress level, you know, find ways to kind of just live in the moment and not mm -hmm. worry. Don't be too anxious. Like it is all going to be okay. That's probably one of the biggest things that will impact your health is stress so make sure that you are carving out that time to kind of unwind fill your cup however that might look whether that's because you got to balance right you have to balance you can do netflix and you can still be you know fit you can you can have it all so anyways i i had the procedure done february 19th uneventful my open heart surgery was a success and i was able to document a lot of it online so it was a lot of fun I, and i think that 
having poured into so many people's cups as far as like my clients and whatnot actually helped me stay positive through a time where I felt like I was not in control, you Mm -hmm. know, just for the longest time having to exemplify a positive attitude radiating, like, you know, all, all of, all of the good things. And so when I finally needed to tap into it, it was there. Everyone else had it available for me guys. And like Mm -hmm. this thing, like is if you do a really great job filling your own cup and then you start pouring to other people, they're going to pour back. They really, mm-hmm. so like just making sure that you are making, don't, don't overextend yourself obviously, but it's just, it's just one of those beautiful things that kind of like, if you're surrounding yourself with the right people and doing all the things that um, make you feel good, it's just a really, really awesome thing. Um, I know I'm getting off topic. Um, no, you keep going. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm listening. It's fantastic. But just just to like, you know, so I'm like, okay, this is going to be great. I end up working with Chelsea for a little bit um, because I was like, you know, I'm, I'm ready. I'm going to start a membership um, because I want to impact even more women on a larger scale. I want, I, I want to be able to not have to close my doors because I've capped out at 15 people for a group coaching or something like that. So we end up working together. Um, but we were obsessed with each other before the program. So I just, we were, I want to, um, but as soon as I have everything ready and I'm ready to go and I have my website and I'm ready to launch literally the week of my launch, I have a stroke and I end up in the hospital for 11 days, which was actually longer than my open heart surgery. You would think that the open heart surgery would have entailed a lot more um, as far as like a hospital stay. That was only nine days. I had to do the 11 days at the hospital after having a stroke, which I did not recognize was a stroke. So with that being said, people always ask me like, how do you stay so positive? Like amongst all of this craziness that happens amongst like, having all the responsibilities, having three dogs, like watching your health, not, not necessarily the health that I can control, but watching all of these other things that you, that's outside of your control fail you time and time again, how are you able to still like show up and just be, be ready to serve and be ready to help people. And honestly, it's just taking care of yourself. It's just taking care of yourself, living in the moment and practice gratitudes. I, I, I would, I would say gratitude is probably a big thing. All right, girlfriend, we've got to take a quick mid episode break to chit chat about what I'm calling the 2021 kickstart. We are hosting inside the damn happy, damn healthy world, a week dedicated to helping women find their happiest, healthiest, and most confident selves with (laughs) long-term, I emphasize long-term and sustainable habits. And we are going to do so in a seven day celebration inside the damn happy, damn healthy fitness membership starting very shortly Sunday, January 3rd. And I am here to tell you that I am emphasizing that word kickstart and emphasizing the fact that regardless of what you choose to do after these seven days, I am going to leave you with so much knowledge and so much preparedness as you head into this year and years to follow when it comes to your health and fitness goals. So let me kind of explain what our goals are with this 2021 kickstart, and then you're gonna go ahead and run, take a little pause of this episode, 
episode and click in the show notes and get yourself signed up and invite a friend to sign up with you too. So first things first, we want to help you walk away with a greater understanding of how to achieve balance with your health and fitness long term. I emphasize that just like the last time. Second, I want to teach you nutrition tips and exercise strategies that are going to leave you feeling confident with your routine instead of overwhelmed and deprived. And third, I want to pull you away from programs that are breeding all or nothing mindsets that follow with failure by giving you the tools to build a health and fitness routine that lasts. I am so pumped about this week and sure at the end I'd love to see you sign up for Damn Happy Damn Healthy because I truly believe what we have to offer is life-changing but that's not my ultimate goal with this. My goal is to see you learn something that's going to help you feel really confident in your goals in 2021 and beyond. I don't want you to be coming to December of 2021 wishing that you had started for the last damn time and so This time is going to be that time that you start for the last damn time and let us give you the tools to do so. Again, we start January 3rd. It goes through January 10th. All the details are linked in the show notes. Go click that link. Get yourself signed up, girl, and I will see you inside the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy Fitness membership. So, I mean, I'm trying to decide where I even want to go. First, this is all, like, this is all something that, Cassie is so incredible to follow on social media and of course we're gonna get her stuff at the end here you guys but I as her friend and as like her coach at one point in this part like this journey and just as someone who follows her on social media have like witnessed all of this happening for her in 2020 and the way that you said people saying like Cassie how do you remain so positive Cassie how do you stay so upbeat and that is like so the truth I don't want to like say put this on anyone because we don't know anybody else's story who's listening to this but I want people to know and realize and trust that like we're we're given the cards that we can that we can handle like and I and I know that's so cliche but if we prioritize ourselves and if we do what you did like control what you can control remain grateful in what you can remain grateful for and just like really trust that everything is happening for a reason then by you remaining in control of the controllables you are more prepared to handle everything that life throws at you and i so often hear women say and the woman that you once were in 2018 who felt like she didn't have the time and felt like she couldn't prioritize her health and felt like she had all these other things to do, which you absolutely did. But I say this time and time again, we we all have stuff. Like I have stuff, Cassie has stuff, you have stuff who's listening to this, all of you who are listening to this, you all have stuff. And I think that so often we get so wrapped up into doing all the things and we forget that doing just a few things for ourselves is going to make all those other things so much easier (laughs) like so much lighter so much more fun and your interactions with strangers your interactions with your significant other your interactions with your children your pets and co-workers and so on and so forth are all of a sudden going to be way more bright for you and way more wonderful for them. I think we get so wrapped up in like not 
and I know I'm going off on a tangent now too, but it's just like, I hate to use as an extreme of an example, Cassie, because like what you've gone through in the last year is extreme. But for you to have gone through what you've experienced in 2020 so far and still show up the way you do every day in your life is inspirational, seriously inspirational. And I think it's just, it's a great message to so many of us out there that simple day-to-day things that you prioritize can make such a large impact. Yeah, and I think one thing that's really important to me, and I know everybody has like kind of like a different mindset around, um, you know, like affirmations or how you speak to yourself. I'm kind of more on like a masculine wavelength than a feminine wavelength. And so I will look myself in the mirror and will absolutely refuse to be stuck in a victim mentality. That is one of the things where I hype myself up all the time. And I say, Cass, you are not a victim of your circumstances. There is crazy stuff happening in the world. There's crazy stuff happening in your medical record. There's crazy stuff everywhere, but you know what? You are not a victim. Like you have so much more control of your life than you're giving yourself credit for, right? I I have to have that talk with myself. You don't wanna do yourself a disservice and slide into that, oh, well, like this is happening. And you know, cause it really dampens your fire and it gives you kind of like this little glass ceiling of like what your mood is going to be and what your potential is gonna be and what you, it, it sets the tone, not only for the day, but you know, for the foreseeable future. If you keep repeating like the same circumstances or the same stories in your head, it just limits you so much. So yeah, I mean, if you want, take it. Like you can look yourself dead in the face, in the mirror and be like, girl, you are not gonna be a victim today. I don't care what comes up, everything that you can control, go ahead and control it. Just go ahead and control it. If you can control it, you let it go. Mm -hmm. You just let it go. Yes. It reminds me the way you said looking in the mirror, one thing which you know, Michaela, so y'all have heard me talk about Michaela, Michaela McNatt, she's been on the podcast before. One thing she's doing in her like own personal, um, like self development right now is she's like, writing on the mirror and leaving like sticky notes on the mirror of like similar messages. So like getting into that space of really mentally setting herself up. And I love that you brought this up and that you led into this because my next question was gonna be and it's it's what are some things that you would and I know we're all human like even if something's a non-negotiable that doesn't necessarily mean it happens every single day of our lives like I always like to say that you guys like I might sit here and say like a non-negotiable of mine is to like sit down have some me time do some gratitude every morning does it happen every morning no like because I'm human and that needs to be said but Cass you And y'all are going to follow her on social media and you're going to very quickly realize what I'm talking about. Like, you see this woman and you're like, holy shit, this is like the happiest, most positive person I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, you you just can't help but watch her. (laughs) Like, you just watch her because her happiness pours into you. Like, it's it's amazing. So, what are some like daily, like your daily non-negotiables that like get you into this positive headspace? I think that will be helpful for our listeners. Like, what do you do daily that just like helps you be who you are? Like in this like positive and bubbly and optimistic mindset. Well, I want to say probably my first non-negotiable, and I know so many of you guys can relate, it's coffee. (laughs) (laughs) 
love it love it caffeine <laughs> tip number I'm going one to, i'm going to kind of not backpedal but i want to add a little bit more to that it is a part of my morning routine it's kind of the the anchor to my mornings so you know obviously mm -hmm. i have dogs and i can't fill my cup before filling theirs because they just won't let me they will cry they will bark they will all of the things because they want to do two things as soon as they see my eyes open they want to go pee and they want food and like there's no like being like oh you can't you don't see me you don't see me like i can't trick my dogs into not seeing that i'm awake so um with that being said i say my non-negotiable is doing my whole like setting up my coffee routine while I let them out in the backyard. And so that's usually how I start my day and I do my coffee up right. So I love superfoods. I always, like I don't like to use crazy creamers or lots of sugar or anything like that. So I usually doctor my, um, my coffee up because it's the very first thing that I'm putting in my body. It used to be water, but I'm not gonna lie. I'm not, I'm not as good with a water first thing waking up. It, it has, now that it's colder out, it's been coffee. And um, I make sure that the very first thing that I put in my body is going to serve my body. So I'll put in a scoop of collagen, you know, the one that will dissolve in the hot water. Um, that way I'm getting some protein and I'm getting some other things that are going, you know, the collagen will help in so many different ways, especially when you're getting old like me, guys, I'm like 30, I'm 36. Like I, I get creaky. Like um, I my you are not old. <laughs> my joints hurt. Okay. I have a connective tissue disorder. I don't know, but I do the collagen. I love it. And I, and I doctor it up with some more superfoods. And I, I know that, okay, like I'm serving my body and I'm having some quiet time with my coffee, right? My dogs are fine. And then I think for the most part doing, like you said, I think that we've learned a lot from kind of like the same people, but doing gratitude, mm -hmm. if you are able to like uh, grab, even go to Target and get a gratitude journal, right? Just, just any mm -hmm. journal, any a spiral notebook, it really doesn't matter. Um, but if paper sparks joy in your life, get a really nice notebook and get a gel pen, get colorful gel pens. Cause like sometimes that like <laughs> lifts your mood, like no other, if you were one of those people in school that had Lisa Frank, you know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> but I would say gratitudes. And one thing that I think a lot of people think when it comes to gratitudes is that you have to be like, like the, like the whole process of journaling has to be like, there's, there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. And really there isn't, it's just, it's just something to kind of set the tone for the day. But a couple of pointers that I, that I found worked for me is choosing a different thing to be grateful for every single day and to be very specific and to write it in a sentence. Now I told you there wasn't any wrong or right way to do it, but I'm just telling you. <laughs> this is what works for you. <laughs> this, is, this is like the little guidelines that I gave for myself because if I write it out in a complete sentence, I feel like the gratitude really gets a chance to form in my head instead of just writing family dog you know like it's kind yeah. of like i just did it to check a box right but if i write it in a complete sentence the entire thought gets processed through my brain and i like the idea of finding just little things here and there because once you start like exercising the whole gratitude in your brain you start finding things that you're grateful for that 
people would be like, oh my God, that's really weird. Like, I can't believe you said that. Mm-hmm. Like the other day it was a pigeon. There was a pigeon outside of my window, but it was singing and it was singing really pretty. And that's what I wrote. I was like, I am grateful for the bird that's sitting right outside the window living its best life. Like, I mean, honestly, I think just like finding just different things to focus on every single day, it puts you in the, not only does it put you in the moment, it puts you in the gratitude, like a state of gratitude to set that tone for your day. Um, But it gets you, it gets you like thinking and it gets you ultra aware of all of the stuff. So I think that for mindset purposes, that's something that really, really helped me out. And it takes five minutes, maybe less. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it doesn't have to take very long. I mean, my co- I'm waiting for my coffee to cool down anyways because it's, yes. it's too hot to drink. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. I do the same thing. And yeah, I know you said like we've, we've been influenced by similar people, but I just, was just having a conversation with um, someone I know about journaling and like what my practice looks like every morning. And I told her that... I said, you know, when it comes to journaling, like you said, there is no right or wrong way to do it. But one thing that I found is even if it, I could of course extend it out. Like there are days when I might journal for 30 minutes, but more often than not, I have like a five to 10 minute routine that just gets me in the right headspace for the day. And the gratitude makes such such a huge difference and it brings you back to the present moment like we said like controlling what you can and realizing that you have so much more control of your life and your circumstances than what we give ourselves credit for and I think that that's something that gratitude really does for you it's just like brings you back to the present moment if you're like spiraling because you're thinking about something that went down yesterday or thinking that something is going to go down in the next few days it's just kind of brings you back and like helps you really ground yourself so love that yeah love it get centered and all of the things and I, I think there's a lot of people out there that are thinking like okay well how can the practice of gratitude really like be so life-changing I'm gonna tell you right now the first time you do it no it's not gonna change your life like you have to stick with it you have to be consistent as with anything else but I guarantee mm. you you do it do it for 30 days straight and just kind of like see how you feel at the end of the 30 days. Report back to me. Shoot me a DM and let me know um, because I guarantee you, you're going like things are going to start getting just a little bit easier for you. Things that maybe gave you anxiety or were a little bit harder mm-hmm. to process or would put you in like a sense of overwhelm aren't having that same effect on you as they would like if you weren't if you never even started journaling Mm -hmm. so I mean just one of those things I challenge you you know give it a try yeah I love it (laughs) so good I think you guys as I kind of like reflect back on this entire conversation and Cassie and I could literally I think we could talk for hours like several hours (laughs) like we could just go on and on and on and on and on but one of the things that's sticking out to me in this entire conversation and just to kind of summarize and kind of wrap things up for you guys is just how important just like the day-to-day things are not overcomplicating it really appreciating and practicing that gratitude for your like day-to-day experience but also controlling what you can on a daily basis so you can be prepared for the earthquakes be prepared for the crazy hectic um 
feels like you're out of control sort of days. Um, because while while those days are still going to be hard, because I don't want to downplay anything that anybody's went through or anything that you've went through, Cassie, in this year, like while those days and those times that you've went through in 2020, and many of us have experienced other things in 2020, while they've been hard, if you are on a day-to-day basis pouring back into yourself, then you're going to have an easier way to get through it. So just like daily self-care, daily movement, but start with one thing. Like pick one thing that we've talked about in the last 45 minutes. (laughs) What did you say? Gratitude, gratitude. Yes. As an example, as an example. Like I think Mm -hmm. if we could sum it all up, it would be gratitude. But when you were talking about you know, focusing and, and even though like your circumstances might be crazy guys, I was practicing gratitude in the hospital, not necessarily with a paper and pen, but I caught myself because of having so many years now where I've been, you know, practicing gratitude. I'm sitting in the hospital. The details of the stroke guys is the blood clot took a turn and it decided to go into my eye versus into my brain. And so I have permanent vision loss in my left eye for a, a pretty good portion of, of my vision. I, if I cover my right eye, I would not be able to drive with my left eye. That's how much vision is gone. But I was sitting there in my gratitude and I was like, oh, I'm so grateful that it took a left turn and went into my eye. Guys, like, yeah, there's permanent vision loss. Yeah, like it sounds like, oh man, this sucks, you know? Mm-hmm. But no, I will take that over the alternative any day because that's the thing guys like maybe sometimes something happens to you like something is happening like they say like things happen for you and not necessarily to you I think that it could have been worse right and thinking like thinking along those terms I'm I'm grateful that it was not worse or I'm grateful that it wasn't the alternative like that just makes things mm-hmm. I think that that's that's what keeps me alive that's what keeps me showing up and being happy and all of the things because it could be worse there is someone there is someone who would dream to be in yeah. your shoes right now no matter how hard you have it there is somebody who would want to trade spots with you so just keep that in mind just keep that in mind and yeah yeah mm-hmm you couldn't have said that any better. No, no additions to that. <laughs> like that was perfect. So, as we wrap up, Cass, I have to say, yeah, mic drop. <laughs> she just like in. <laughs> I did the gesture. as we wrap things. Yeah, she did the mic drop gesture, and she's hilarious. That was so funny. Um, as we wrap things up, I have to ask you the question that I always ask all my guests because it's just so fun. If you could from start to finish, describe your most damn happy, damn healthy day, what would you be doing? Ooh, that's a good one. (laughs) Oh, I should have been more prepared. Yeah. Wow. And no COVID, like it, COVID doesn't exist. Okay, so in This last six months, I've been like, make. (laughs) You're like, yes, like there's no limits. There's no there's no quarantine. Everything's open. Honestly. Okay. Guys, I'm, my husband thinks I'm crazy. I get so much joy out of inspiring people. Okay. I get in trouble because I'm on social media so much. Mm -hmm. I think my best day would be rolling out of my bed, having my cup of coffee. My dog's not barking. They, they just wagging their tail. That would suffice. 
My kids making it. Yeah, you know what? We're gonna make this a quarantine one. We're gonna make this a quarantine one. My kids logging into their classes without my assistance, and they're actually staying on the tabs and not playing chess or watching YouTube while their Zoom is open. But they're looking at the camera, but they're not really in class. Like that happens at the thing, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Um, all jokes aside, it would be just being able to be in control of all of the things that I want to do, right? I want to be able to, to check in with my friends and my family and just make sure that they are feeling as supported as I feel like the universe supports me. I really do truly feel supported. Mm -hmm. um, and I can't point it in any one direction. Like it's just, it's just, I feel like it's just coming from everywhere and I'm really, really grateful for it. And just being able to continue on with like, okay, well, how can I inspire today? Or how, like, what idea could I give to someone today that would maybe brighten their day or maybe make something easier for them or whatever it might be. And just like kind of, cause that honestly, to me, that is my happiest self is when I am serving others because I can see it. I can see changes happening and I live like my energy. I'm living vicariously through the things that happen. Like if I made that easier for them, or if I made them have this breakthrough, right? Or if I assisted them in this, like, it's almost like I get to like, there's, I'm like rewatching parts of my life in other people. And that is probably one of the most rewarding things. And I think that's one of the biggest reasons why I became a health coach is because I got to relive my transformation over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. So now that I'm in a life where I kind of slowed down to where I wasn't, where I'm not taking clients, I feel like just empowering others is my damn happiest and damn like healthiest self for like hands down. Mm -hmm. You are a saint. <laughs> you are y'all. She, and she isn't making this up. She's not trying to make, this is her. I love you so much. Hi. You're just like, like this is who she is. How incredible. And I have to say, I can relate to that. I am addicted to like serving other people. Like I have that, I, I can relate to that. So I love that you said that. Well, Cass, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been such a great conversation. I do want you to tell us where people can connect with you on social media. And I know you have a couple of things going on right now, just like that you're doing for fun. So tell us about that too. Um, like what you've been sharing a lot lately, because I think people might be interested in that as well too. And of course you can see her social media page to get more details and DM her and all the things. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I live on Instagram stories. <laughs> she does. Um, so you can find me at cassie.marie.b as in badass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll tag that in the show notes as well, too. <laughs> you gotta write that too. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so you can find me there, but I do share a lot of my content on Facebook as well, which is Cassie Marie on Facebook. Um, but Facebook, I feel like it's a little bit harder to find people. I don't know. It's just not as, as searchable. Mm -hmm. And I am doing a couple of things. I love having a girl gang, if that makes any sense. I, I find so much fulfillment in community. And so I've kind of made a pivot to where I'm focusing a lot on providing style 
and self-care. So like everything is closed right now. Like, I, I don't know, like where you guys are listening in from, but I know a lot of my audience are in California and I know things are crazy there where everything is closing. And so what ways can you fill your cup when you are at home? And honestly, a lot of that has to do with um, retail therapy and self-care. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I've partnered with a couple of companies and um, I just like girl gang it up and I share all my favorite things that I'm obsessed with. So you guys are welcome to follow me on, um, on Instagram, shoot me a message or like vote on a poll and like we can open up conversations and I'll be more than happy to be one of your, um, I, I don't know what we can title a word like, one of your damn happy besties. Yeah. Like I can totally do that. Like uh, hashtag, hashtag damn healthy besties. Like now we got to have like a roster. We of do. People. Let's go. Do. <laughs> I love it. You guys. Yes. And I mean, you will just get so much out of following Cassie. Like she is just, she's like one of those people who I feel like you have people who you skip through their stories on social media. I mean, we all do it, so I'm just going to say it. Like, it's like a quick, like, look and then swipe to the next one. <laughs> she is not that person. She's the one who you want to watch. She's the one who's just, like, brightening your day and being so positive and all the things. And you never know what you're going to get, guys. Like, exactly. <laughs> everyone, in, everyone in 2020 was surprised because they got five weeks of goats. Okay, they got five weeks of goats in my story. So I don't know what is going, what, what 2021 has in store, but you definitely want to tune into the stories because there is going to be something random that happens. I guarantee yes, it. <laughs> there will be, there will be. Well, Cass, thank you so much again. This has been awesome. We have loved having you on the podcast, you guys. If you love this episode, be sure to go. Well, I know you love the episode, so go follow Cassie on social media and make sure you screenshot this and tag us. That way we know you were listening. Tag us in your gratitude if you're kicking that off too. We would love to hear what you're grateful for and be kind of like a part of that like experience for you as well too because it's made such an impact on I think both of our lives. So we'd love to see it do the same thing for you. So much, so much so, yes. All right, thanks, Cass. We'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Share some love for today's episode with a rate, review, and subscribe. And don't forget, take a screenshot of this episode for your Instagram. Tag me at Chelsea Caller and tell me your fave takeaway. I'll be talking to you again real soon, girlfriend. But until then, be damn happy and damn healthy.